Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. Our website is empoweringparents.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and find all of our parenting content, including the Total Transformation Program, which is the number one child behavior program of all time. The Total Transformation Program was developed by child behavior expert James Lehman and is a practical step-by-step guide that provides solutions to the most difficult child behavior problems. You can sign up and begin the program today at empoweringparents.com. Our email address is mail at empoweringparents.com. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. This week's podcast corresponds with a mailing that we did this week for those of you who subscribe to the Empowering Parents newsletter. If you'd like to subscribe to the newsletter, go to empoweringparents.com, click on the Join Our Mailing List button from the main menu, and you can subscribe. This week's podcast is entitled, Your Child is Not Your Friend. Before I get started, though, I'd like to play a clip from James Lehman in the Total Transformation Program that relates closely to this topic. If you are new to this podcast, the Total Transformation Program is the comprehensive step-by-step learning program for dealing with defiant and abusive kids that is available only online at empoweringparents.com. Now, Here's James. You know, the limit-setting role is the third role parents need to play in order to make kids be accountable. This really is a hot issue right now because I think in our society, we're seeing the results of parents who've been reluctant or unable to set limits for their kids. You know, you hear every day that parents want to be friends to their kids or they want to be liked by their kids. Mm -hmm. Or you'll have parents say, gee, all his friends like me or I'm nice to his friends. And they are very reluctant to take that authority role. I'm not sure why, but I am sure that it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter. You might be reluctant because of the kind of parenting you have. You think kids can raise themselves and, you know, schools without borders and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter why. But what matters is that that there are limits, that families need an authority figure. And if you know any family that doesn't have an authority figure, go visit them and you'll see why. And if your family doesn't have a clear authority figure, it will show. Kids need parents who will set limits and follow through. Kids need parents who are going to say, you can't go out tonight and not apologize for it and not over-explain it. You can't go out tonight because it's Thursday night. We don't go out on school nights. That's it. There's not a lot of explanation. Also, you don't want to blame the kid for wanting to go out. Just you can't go out. Mm-hmm. You know, So you don't make it a moral issue like the good kids wouldn't even ask to go out <laughs> and the bad kids do. You know, you just say, it's a school night and you're not going out. Those are the rules. You know them. And then you move on to the next thing. You turn around and walk away. You keep it as simple as you can. You don't make speeches about responsibility, getting enough rest, so you can be a better student. Parents do too much justifying and not enough just being the authority figure and not enough just establishing and maintaining rules and roles. Thank you, James. Parents, that was a clip from the Total Transformation Program, Lesson 3, on the limit-setting role of a parent in a household. Now, on to today's related article titled, Your Child is Not Your Friend. The emotional role of the parent is built on love, affection, and esteem. It's an essential part of being a parent, and it's a beautiful thing to behold. But your role as parent is not just emotional, and your child is not your friend. Indeed, much of the parenting role is functional, 
For an infant, that means feeding, changing diapers, bathing, and generally providing for the child. For an eight-year-old, it means ensuring homework gets done. And for a 15-year-old, it means setting and enforcing a responsible curfew. Understand that if a mother loves her child emotionally, but neglects the functional role, that child is at risk of not maturing into a responsible adult. Indeed, emotional and functional parenting roles go hand in hand. It's not healthy to emphasize one at the cost of the other. You need both. Parents also need to understand that the amount of emotional versus functional requirements changes over time. As a child gets older, the parent needs to take on more of a functional role and less of an emotional one because the goal for older kids is to prepare them to live without you. A parent may want to feel emotionally attached to their older child, but at the same time, the parent must do functional things that the child may not like. For example, parents need to set limits with their children, and your child may dislike you and may resist you when you set limits. Nevertheless, setting limits is a healthy function, and you need to do it for your child's sake. Limits are how kids learn to figure out what's safe and what's not safe, and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. You are your child's authority. That's your role and responsibility. Do you have an emotional relationship with your child? Yes. But if you try to be friends with your child, it comes at the cost of your authority and it undermines your role as a parent. Practically speaking, your child can find another friend, but your child can't find another parent. You and only you can be your child's parent, and that's why you need to be the parent and not the friend. And if it's you who needs a friend, I suggest you look elsewhere and don't expect your child to be your friend. I think parents often make the mistake of making their child their confidant. So when they say, I want to be his friend and I want him to be my friend, what they're saying is, I want to be his confidant. And that just doesn't fit with the functional role of a parent. It's a very well-meaning trap that parents fall into. They want to share with the child how they feel about their grandmother, for example, or how they feel about their neighbor, or how they feel about their teacher. But it's ineffective because a child's not morally emotionally, or intellectually prepared to play that role. If you're 40 years old and you want a confident, find another 40-year-old, or a 50-year-old, or a 30-year-old. Just know that your 15- or 10-year-old child can't be your confidant. I think you can share some things with a child without turning them into a confidant, but you have to be careful. One of the things you can share with a child is the statement, we can't afford that. It's a factual statement that explains the financial limits under which you must live. But what you shouldn't share with your child is, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent this month. That's something your child's not prepared for emotionally. It makes them anxious about something over which they have no control. It's unhealthy for them. Kids have enough fear and anxiety of their own to deal with. Don't use your child as a confidant to share your problems. Instead, use your spouse or an adult friend. That's more effective and appropriate. So I think you need to be a parent to your child and be loving, caring, and responsible. But find your confidants confidants elsewhere. If you treat your child as a friend, you should understand this about friendship. Friends are a group of people who have similar notions and ideas about life. That's not you and your child. The truth is that children and adults have quite different notions about what they need to do. They have different notions about right and wrong, and they have different priorities. That's appropriate and to be expected, but that's not a recipe for friendship. And if you try to make it a friendship, it causes unnecessary conflict and angst. 
Parents will often overcompensate for problems they remember in their own childhood. For example, if you are wild and out of control, you may be overly strict with your child because you don't want your child to take the same risks and make the same mistakes that you did. Likewise, if you were raised in an overly strict household, you may be overly lenient with your child. This is overcompensating, and it's referred to as a reaction formation by psychologists. In reaction to how you were parented as a child, you may form a way of parenting that's not healthy for your child. For example, if your emotional needs weren't met, you may overcompensate by trying to be your child's friend and smothering your child with attention and affection, and that may have harmful unintended consequences. Indeed, you may think your child will like you more if you're their friend. You may think they'll trust you more. But here's the problem. They may not respect your authority as a result. They may not listen to the word no because you never used it or taught them how to deal with it. They may not even want you as your friend. When I was a teen, I sure didn't want to hang out with my parents, and that's okay. In the end, you can't fix your childhood through your child. The goal of adolescence is for kids to separate from their parents. In psychology, we call this individuation. Individuation refers to the process through which a person achieves a sense of individuality separate from the identities of others. Individuation is healthy. It means your child teen will want to have a life separate from you. It's how they become an individual. And as a result, they may not want to share their life with you the way they did in the past. Understand that your child needs to separate from you to become independent. You may not always approve of their friends and values, but it's your child's job to work through that. People who fail to individuate from their parents end up with emotional and social problems, and they often don't leave home. Many parents see this individuation happening in their adolescent children and feel abandoned by their children. This feeling of abandonment is especially true when they have parented too much in the emotional role and have acted as their child's friend. They feel a remarkable sense of loss and they often overcompensate for it by blaming the child. If you've shared too much with your child and have not set the kind of limits they need, all in the name of your being your child's friend, you can change to become a more effective parent. It begins by explaining to your child what you're going to talk about from now on. You can say, Look, I've decided there's some things I should be talking to other adults about, so I'm not going to talk to you about them anymore because I don't think it helps our relationship. In fact, I think it hurts it. You don't have to be specific about the subject matter. Just be clear. Then you need to learn how to respond differently to your child. For instance, if you and your child have been talking about what a jerk a particular teacher is for weeks and the child brings it up again, then say to your child, you know... I've been thinking that it doesn't help you to label your teacher a jerk. Let's figure out how you can handle this situation more effectively. It's normal for friends to sit around and badmouth their teachers. It's what they do. But a responsible parent will help their child solve the problem they're having with the teacher, and that's what you need to do. In divorced families, which is particularly difficult, each parent may try to be their child's confidant, and the child gets stuck painfully in the middle. The mother's telling the child what the father's like, what he's doing and not doing. And the father's telling the child what his mom's like, how she's crazy, how she's controlling. I've heard kids in divorced families complain that their mom is so controlling, she's awful, I can't live with her. Too often, they were just repeating what their father said to them. The problem is that the complaints may be valid to some degree. 
and now the kid can see it. But they can't react to it appropriately because they don't have the maturity to do so. It's not right to put your child in that position. I want to make an important point for you here. In the end, you can be friendly with your child. That's a beautiful thing, but not at the expense of being their parent. The key is to have a responsible relationship with your child. Responsible adults don't let their child skip their homework. They don't let their children make excuses for failure, and they don't badmouth the teachers. That's the type of relationship you need to have with your child. It's called being a responsible adult, an adult who loves their child and, at the same time, holds their child accountable. It's called effective parenting. And effective parenting is the basis of the Total Transformation Program and everything we do here at EmpoweringParents.com. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Parents, if you like our content, please visit EmpoweringParents.com and sign up today for the Total Transformation Program. Total Transformation is the instruction manual for dealing with children and teenagers who are mouthy, disrespectful, or resistant to authority. In this step-by-step program, James and Janet Lehman show you how to change your child's behavior and take back control of your family with the exact techniques they used for over 30 years to get kids to behave appropriately. And when you sign up, add the parent coaching option and schedule your first coaching phone call today. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Talk to you soon.